0: Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome to another episode of the Monadnock Region's only locally focused weekly comedy podcast. I'm here in the Space Lounge as your host, Christopher DiLoreto, and I am joined by my one and only co-host...
1: Zoe Roten-Heinsman.
0: And this week, stand in for Sam, JK, he's irreplaceable, Um, we have from Fair Paradise... And people think I'm kidding, but I'm not. If you think I'm kidding, you don't know my love for the for the Garden State. From fair paradise of New Jersey, we've got a guest host for the entire episode this week. John Palmucci. John Palmucci. Now, some of you may recognize that name. We reference John fairly frequently. He's almost like a character on the show, uh, despite having never appeared. He when we started Monadnock underground, he would write for us and we would simply call his pieces, basically a column of his New Jersey. So John would write, and it was New Jersey. We essentially consider him the um, emissary of New Jersey to the Monadnock region, Um, honorary ambassador, as it were representative to our shadow Congress. And um, John has been deprived for a while now because he, uh, it's a very sad, very sad story, very 2022 story. I think it happened this year, right? But he, he was the host of this, what I thought was actually a very entertaining and, and very good, um, you know, kind of just, uh, similar to ours, just not locally focused, but it's a, a cultural commentary podcast. And unfortunately his co-host got very canceled and it, it, it killed the show. And so John has been off the air tragically for no fault of his own even Fra- frankly his co-host is also like mostly innocent but John had no part in it and he still lost the show and we miss you on the air man
2: I have been censored by uh mm-hmm. by yeah the cancel culture the cancel culture yep
0: <laughs> It's here yeah so how you been like how's I see you've got um You've got uh like Napoleon and the horse behind you. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, unfortunately I don't have a cool office kind
1: of the enough.
2: background. I have my marital bed and uh <laughs> the the Tony Soprano as like Napoleon portrait behind me. That's the best I yep. can do.
0: Yep. No, that's 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 good enough actually and that was it's very fitting in fact because that was like one of Sam's parting moves was he moved to a different room with just one painting behind his head. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that our first guest host also has one painting behind his head. His painting is not Tony Soprano no. with a horse though.
1: Nor, nor no. was his one room, his marital bed with a yeah, no, horse true above it, yeah, which yeah, Sam, I feel was glossed over, but that's him. has of two amazing.
0: offices, believe it or not, um, in his estate and, um, he was his, the, the painting room is his second office, um, which now he doesn't podcast from because he doesn't podcast
2: anymore. <laughs> Poor Sam. Wait to have an office of my own. Poor Sam. Yeah. It was I mean, either I, this I, or I, the crib. It was the, the yeah. Johnny's bedroom. Yep.
0: Yeah. John is kind enough to join it. us from a, from a, a, a New Jersey apartment with two, very young, um, shall we call them Irish twins? Um,
2: you know, who,
1: yeah, they're, could make noise they're Irish
2: enough and, yeah. and twins <laughs> enough 13 months apart. So yeah, yeah, pretty close. It's close pretty enough. Hmm. Yeah. And Too so, close.
0: um, you sometimes listen to this program though, right? Even though you're in New Jersey.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, Whenever I can remember to, yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> you keep uh, up on the happenings of. I, um, yeah, like uh, I'll admit, I it's probably been a few weeks since I've listened to you guys, but Nothing's generally happened. I would listen every week. But I've been on a big, uh, uh, professional wrestling podcast, uh, kit, <laughs> and you know, like we're like the old time guys from like when we were kids. Like now they'll, they'll bring them on now that they're like 60 something and have them like reminisce about the past. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't even watch wrestling now, but I've just been, that's just been my thing. Like I do that. I go, I, I, will uh, focus in hyper-focus onto these like sub genres of, of podcasts and, Hyper interested in them for a few months.
0: But, so you're only listening to the podcast, though, and not watching any of the wrestling.
2: Yeah, they're uh, most. They're not even talking about like what's oh, going it's on all, currently. It's, all the, it's the glory days. Yeah, it's like about. it's like Kevin Nash talking about something that happened in 1997,
1: like I mean, that. I that don't even really the, care
2: about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that it, I mean, that's almost sense. Yeah, it's it's like a thirty for thirty.
2: About yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly.
0: It's a, it's a sports documentary.
2: Yeah. I mean, eventually I'll get over that and just resume my normal podcast listening routine. But that's
0: OK. We don't we don't like begrudge you or anything. We yeah. don't we here in Peterborough don't necessarily expect you to know what's going I mean, on. I mean, I always it. listen
2: whenever you explicitly like tell me, oh, hey, we referenced <laughs> you in this episode. <laughs> I like to employ vanity in that way, you know? And I won't just listen for the part where I get referenced. I'm like, I'm listening to the whole <laughs> like, thing.
0: You know, high speed scrubbing, like through it. Like, uh, 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 is it John? John? Is he saying John? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, there there has only been. I mean, most of what's happened in Peterborough has been internal drama here, you know, with me censoring myself, you know, I, I cancel cultured myself on an episode, rightfully so rightfully. So I guess not that I, not like I said, last episode or the one before I still stand by everything I said, but I just won't say it publicly because it's rude and it's mean. It could get me sued. It could be construed as threatening. I don't know. I don't want to commit any crimes on the air and get canceled like poor Madison. Um, so I, you know, so there, you know, but even that, right, was it, it all stemmed out of like, I mean, they're not letting the kids in the high school go to the bathroom, and that's that's the issue. It's they're not allowed to go to the bathroom, and um, it's wrong. And are not allowed some people, to go to the bathroom. Yeah, because it's 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 weird story where depending upon who you talk to, they can't go to the bathroom because. Either or 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 it's all and or I don't know. People vape. People are disrespectful in the halls. It's chaotic, and it disrupts the learning. No shit. And so they can't handle Literally
1: no shit. Like
0: yeah, right. Yes, it. no, yes, no. No one, no one is permitted to shit. Yeah. Um. They, so they get they they have to log into a computer system, right? And they have three like passes to leave the room per day. So that's like for water, like get a drink, um, and, and go to the bathroom. Um, and then besides that, they have the time in between classes and lunch and that's it. And, you know, I feel that that's a, a mismanagement issue, not a, not an issue with the kids probably, you know, because I just truly, especially up here, I don't care what Sam says about the gangs. Um, I, <laughs> I just don't believe that, like the kids in this high school here in Peterborough, are any tougher than the kids that were like in my high school, or any more disrespectful, or likely to smoke and fight and things like. I just don't believe that. And they still let us go to the bathroom. We had yeah. butts in the urinals all the time, right?
2: Yeah, that was back when like like kids actually really smoked, not mm-hmm. not this stuff, like not this stuff, <laughs> you know. Yep.
0: So some people think that Back this is warranted. kids were cooler. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were a little cooler. I mean, let's be honest. Um, and actually, so I, I guess one thing, one other fact you might have missed um, along those lines, though, was that a friend of ours was in local, um, you know, small time court for a traffic thing, right? And he said, "It's Jesse Milligan. You know who he is." Um, and he said that there were like seven other people there. Who were there for underage tobacco violations, like in court appearance for this? And he said that they all ended up getting hit with fines bigger than his.
2: <laughs> like these were, these were like kids? Or like, I, I or think these I were think people were, that got in trouble for selling tobacco to kids.
0: No, they, no, they were kids. Well, so they were under 21. So yes. I think a lot of them weren't even technically kids. They were. Adults, by law, to to who are not allowed to ha- have cigarettes and had them.
2: Um, okay, but... It's, it's a crime. That, that I just feel like, okay, well, it's 21, you're under 21, you managed to get the tobacco, then it's yours. It's fine. It's You got it. That's not, imagine
0: making somebody that's go not, not on you. It? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So... Yeah, so that's that's really it's been it's been very dull. And we were like, you know, in planning for this episode, we were like, let's bring a couple of Peterborough topics to the table so we can get a little New Jersey commentary on it, right? And there's there's basically nothing, you know. Um we've
2: basically did, got editorials scour- about
0: bumblebees and voter registration. Um
2: voter registration. I wish I could unregister. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd bother yeah. me even more, you know? Yes, because then you're you register to, to vote and you get bothered about registering like every, to vote.
0: Everybody will bother you if you don't, if you don't register. Yeah, That's
1: interesting. Like, can you unregister? I've never thought about that before. Is no, that I think once, once
2: you're in, you're in.
1: You're yeah, in you might forever. be
2: in for life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's terrible.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you
0: could go down to the town clerk and like demand He's that doing... they remove you from the rolls. Right. But your public record of like registration and how many times you voted will still be out there. Cuz people know that stuff. I don't know if you know that. That's public information everybody. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I know. How many I know. times you, people can score you on your attendance and stuff. Um I've never done it to somebody but we could do it. We could is pull out. Is it is it out. easy to get? Yeah, I think it's relatively easy to get. I'd have to I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head how to get it, but it um there's a um there's databases mm. and you might have to pay to access them, but I don't know. Um you can definitely get the full voter roll and where everyone what party everyone is registered with now
1: mm-hmm.
0: anytime. And 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 I think it will tell you when they voted last. Um, but the full information you might actually need to like tap into somebody's database, um, to do it, but it's doable. It's doable. Um, it'd be fun to like bust out in a Peterborough parlay sometime and be like, and you have never voted. Oh yeah. That's right. How can you report to represent us? Someone, I don't, know
1: Do if think I don't
2: know if that applies to anybody, but like someone like looked the me up who once. Show up
1: there, I don't know, I feel like they vote.
2: Yeah, someone or actually did that to me once. Now that I'm remembering, they're like, You know, you're registered as a Democrat.
0: Oh, yeah, to like try to throw it in your face in like right. a socialism argument. Because I, I uh,
2: you know, back in 2016, I the only time you know I've ever done that i was like yeah i'll I'll," you know i was into bernie six years ago um and and i registered okay
0: i I voted for another democrat this year
2: yeah it happens sometimes right (laughs) i was
1: like like, yeah okay
2: you know i was into bernie i was registered as a democrat okay for for one election (laughs) yep
0: I, i did that too i did that in 2016 and 2020 um,
1: you were registered as a Democrat for like at least five minutes the other day.
0: I was, well, yeah, that's yeah. Because <laughs> as a registered independent to vote in a democratic primary in New Hampshire, you got to, you, it's like a temporary declaration. It's like, yes, I am a Democrat for the time that I'm here and you get the ballot and you fill it out and then you got to go back to the table. Did I remember to go back to the table? Oh my God. I might still be a Democrat. I think, oh, you, I think
1: you did. I don't
2: complicit know.
1: Complicit
0: now. I did. I remember. Oh shit. Whew, I'm gonna have to call Linda see see what see what <laughs> you the,
1: the information is probably in this helpful editorial I could read to it,
0: it might be. Oh man, I, yeah, I um, geez, I don't remember talking to anybody afterwards. So yeah, so I I've always been pretty bad at like you know I like gave up on the Democratic Party in like 2012, right? And I've like I've still voted for Democrats a bunch of times since. Like it's just like a it's an addiction. It's a, it's a bad habit it's like smoking
1: well the main reason to unregister is so that they don't call you
0: yeah i get calls for all kinds of shit anyways though oh and now we well i mean i don't know <laughs> eventually they're going to be calling like goman adnock and stuff you know what i'm saying like we're mm. going to get calls from them in other ways anyways they they'll they find you
2: like yeah. All the Plus, polls. if you unregister, they're just gonna want to re-register you. It's you, could not be among the
0: persuadable non-voters who could be turned out in this I would election? i have to go
2: off the grid, like mm-hmm. like Jesse yep. Ventura, <laughs> living off the grid. I'm busting Is out impressions, okay, and I'm not even know? drinking tonight.
0: Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, everyone. There was there was a time. There was a time, it, there were, it was just moments before the Iron Curtain of COVID fell.
1: Literally moments. When
0: in Cooper's <laughs> public house, this man was doing the finest Bernie Sanders impressions you have ever seen in your life.
2: Yeah. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull it out of my ass right now. Right
0: like, here in Peterborough. Right here in Peterborough. It was, yeah, it was, it, it was, a, yeah, it was a nice time. It was an, it was the before times, the last of the before times we spent yes. together.
2: Quickly, exactly, yeah.
1: I I yeah. do hold out hope that we can someday bring those conditions about once more.
0: Oh, I'm sure we can. We have a deal that we made that actually might not happen this year for like a variety of reasons, but once things are a little bit more settled over here, and John's kids are not completely babies. Like once a year he's coming up here, and once a year I'm going down there. Like that's the that's the idea. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah, once so, you're not mewling and puking and all that. It's
0: tough right now. I get it. It's it's tough. It's tough right now. Um yeah, it's I totally totally understand. Um you know, just try not to have a third. Um but um <laughs> <laughs> Luck. Um, (laughs) Actually, this is—it's kind of weird. There was one night recently um, that we were all hanging out. It was a big group of us, and like in separate conversations throughout the night, like three or four different people made remarks, like uh, in in our like close friend group about like, and, and these are all people in most cases. In fact, like the only people who were not talking about were the people who just had babies. They're like we're done. This is people who haven't had kids in like five, six, seven years, you know, and they're like, you know, wonder if we should have another, like it, like, I don't like just, it was this like wave that went through the little party at my house where people were like, I think I might want another kid. I think it passed hopefully like quickly, but because most people seem to follow it up with, why did I why did I think that? Like that was a weird thing to say.
1: You it's know, so spirit I don't think- of John Palmucci passed over.
0: <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it, it, it came over the house. It was like a, um we could make a new um Jewish holiday about it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was Yom Kippur this week. Um <laughs> Instead of I mean, taking uh, their firstborn, I give them yeah. mine. You
0: give them more. <laughs> you give them an accident. That's what happens. <laughs> the angel of John Palmucci comes by everyone's homes if they don't mark the door and gives them an extra unwanted child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're always creating new festivals up here. It's wonderful. Um <laughs> but um yeah. Um in fact the only thing that we really could even bear to talk about um this week in in this region is a is a weird religious thing, actually. Oh. Um it's apparently a very important curtain. At the um
1: what is the this church in Wilton? The set what is it called? The second, second congregational or something? Second congregational church. It, I thought it's that's what it's you the said. one where like all kinds of stuff happens. I thought hmm. I had my. Oh, yes, oh is, there, we go.
0: Like, is, it, is it near the, the cursed cemetery?
1: You know what in Wilton is not near the Cursed Cemetery? Yeah, yeah.
0: So there is this town. It's on the other side of the of the ridge of mountains um from us. It's, but it is in our region, and it is one of the towns that, so just for reference, that would probably get conquered by. Peterborough or is or at least on the table for annexation, right? But there's a curse there, dude. There's like this one cemetery where all kinds of things get seen. And the town itself has just had all kinds of weird problems. Um, their, their meeting house in like colonial days, like they, they had to try to build it three times because like people kept like. Once they all like the roof collapsed and they all died and like once it just burnt to the ground and like another time you know something else happened. I don't know. Then they moved it to another spot. Uh, Weird shit happens. Like something doesn't want it doesn't want the the white man
2: there. Maybe they should take the hint.
1: When does that happen? I think that ship has sailed, but Yeah.
0: They're not giving that land back, I don't think.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> they did. They did get their meeting house. Although, what we talked about this on the show, like somebody referenced a barn raising, and other people were like, "Oh God, no!" Because that will happen again, like it did in Wilton two hundred years ago. Like, they
0: did, yeah. Like they said it, like it was a fresh memory too. They're like, "We can't <laughs> do not do this." Don't you remember Wilton? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember the whole ghost story, but when I think about it, it gives me goosebumps. Like if you Google it, like the Wilton, it's Wilton like, cemetery ghost, it's like the creepiest thing I've ever read.
0: It's pretty weird because like this, the way the story goes is that there's this like girl in, I think a dress like blue or something like that
1: Blue um, lady. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The blue lady and, and people commonly see her. Right. Um, and that's, like, the the most common folklore. But then, like, when you read more, you always hear that they're, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she's not, like, the main thing. Like, she's not in charge over there. She's just something that people see. There's, like, this, like, malevolent force that's there that they say that's, like, you know, a demon or something like that. And it can follow you home. Supposedly someone died. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, who knows what... You, what to believe. I'm not telling anybody what to believe. I'm not saying that I buy all of this wholesale, but I agree with Zoe. It does give me goosebumps to think about. I think something's going on in that town and Mm -hmm. it is, what did it do? Tear the curtain.
1: No, the, the curtain is not safe. It does not Mm -hmm. meet the fire safety code because it was not treated with flame retardant. So it is unsafe to use and they took it down. And so now there's no curtain on the stage. At the Wilton Second Congregational Church,
2: hmm. some
1: fresh New Hampshire news for you. Why does a yeah, church now-
2: need like a curtain on a stage, though? Like, do they, you know, do they like they break things up she- into acts and change the set? And
1: they do. They do have shows and stuff there. Oh, no, they do? I don't. I don't think it's like in their. I don't think it's like what do you call it? The
0: like the, Holy the Holy main Apostles. part of
1: the church. What? It, well.
0: I just, it makes me think of the Jewish temple again, um, because they had a curtain that would cordon off like the Holy of Holies where only the priest can go like one day a year.
1: Okay. So maybe it's
0: like the curtain was torn in two. And so something like that is going on in Wilton right now.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It does say that, that, uh, the performances that they have there are going to happen with or without a curtain. So the resilient folks of Wilton are going to make do.
2: You think these journalists ever like sit around and talk to each other and say, what are we doing? Like, (laughs) like like, this is, this is, yeah, this is my big, uh, this is my big story.
0: (laughs) You know what? I've talked to former ones, And, um, yes, I do think that that conversation happens. Um, that's, that is the impression that I have. Um, it is interesting, the approach that they take over there though, because as we, one of the recurring themes on this program is our insistence basically that there, that there are We don't try to pick on the paper. And because sometimes I feel like, man, I have been so mean to the newspaper and I've just been saying, but the thing is, is that they just don't try and (laughs) it's not my fault. It's not like I am reminded again and again and again that I'm not the one being mean just by saying what they're doing, you know, and like why, how easy it would be to do something better, especially when you have like money and a staff. Um, Oh my
1: gosh. I'm
0: sure That's if the they I can't
2: get tried, over. there's got to be like interesting stories if they did journalism.
1: Are you telling me that it is not interesting to you that someone brought a greenhouse <laughs> from one piece of land to another?
2: No, that should not be front page <laughs> above the fold. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> My favorite okay. part of that story, though, this is why is that the they
2: newspaper were- as a medium is dying.
0: <laughs> so interesting, though, to that point, right? Up the hill from, we, we we referenced this in the last episode, right? But this is a good, so up the hill from me is a place called Four Winds Farm, right? And it's this, um, I I just learned this, like the whole thing is like conservation land actually, which means that like we can walk on it. Like it's like the English countryside, like where the public is free to roam on it, but it is it is private land. And it's, um. It it the whole time I've been here and for the last five years or so, it's been a working farm. There's been like a, a whole um, herd of cattle up there, a bunch of cows. There's been dairy sheep up on the hill. Um, and, um, yeah, dairy cows with horns. Did you know that female cows sometimes have horns? Cause I just learned that like two days ago. Um, brand new fact. Um, didn't know. I thought that it was a, a whole field full of bulls, um, staring at me, but if that is not true. Um, But beautiful. Right. And it's um, really old land. And the the place where the cows graze is this like 100 year old orchard. So there's these like super old ass apple trees and all this stuff. And um, it's changing. So the people who leased it, they signed a 40 year lease like five years ago. But something changed in the last five years. No one knows because the newspaper didn't report on it. Um, And they're leaving. They're moving to Puerto Rico. They weren't the owners of the land. So like the land, nothing, I don't think the land can change ownership now that it's in like all this conservation, right? Um, But nobody's coming in with the new farm, right? And it's a prominent place. Like There was a, um, like Zoe shared with me in the wake of it, that's how I know uh, what I do know about it this article that went into the history of the place and like the care and architecture that went into restoring it and all this stuff. And so this big thing is happening where it's basically being decommissioned as a farm. And like, no one seems to know what's going to happen with it. And there's no, they they talk about somebody moving this greenhouse, but nobody went up there and asked farmer Ruth, like, Hey, where are you going? What are you doing? What's going to happen?
2: Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Why not? I wish at, we, at least, at least add some
0: color the to the story.
1: The
0: I wish we had the time and the money to do it. To to do that, you know. And unfortunately, we just don't. But um, if if, it, if someone with a staff should send somebody up there <laughs> and be like, you know, what's up? It's I don't know. It's a big deal. Whatever. Um, yeah. In any case, in New Jersey news, none other than President Uncle Joe Biden. Yeah, Passed by our our friend Pat in Fair Red Bank, New Jersey today.
2: Yeah, luckily I'm located far enough away. I did not have to deal with any of the traffic or yeah,
0: Pat got, anyway. pack Pack up stopped as the motorcade went by. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, he went down there to um, to legalize pot. What the fuck? I wasn't expecting that today. New York Times breaking news alert comes on my phone now. Granted, I know, guys, it's not officially legal, but he pardoned like thousands of federal offenders, and essentially told wh- which which agency is it the is it the DEA that schedules it or is it the FDA? I don't know. Whoever schedules the drug, the DEA, I guess, um, to reschedule it and. Which is an inevitable. This is the thing, guys. Now, this is. I'm very happy about this. I think it's a very big deal. It's going to change a lot um, for the better, um, and I-, I-, I don't know. I-, I think it's an unqualified good. Now, make no mistake. I think it's a it's a vote-getting measure. Um, that's okay, though. Actually, I don't. I don't have a. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with politicians doing good things real good things to get votes. In fact, I think that's how it's supposed to work. Right. You know, <laughs> like you really want people to vote for you. So you do something that people really want. Um, very good.
2: I, uh, yeah, right? I agree. I just say, do the whole good thing instead of like, like, I, I don't know, 40% of the good thing. Like,
0: <laughs> I think it's, I think, I think he has to tell them to review right. the scheduling. I think that's like the process. um, and pardoning all the people at the same time is is also a big deal because I mean that hasn't even happened in states uh right. that have legalized it in a lot of cases. I think actually in Massachusetts they have at this point um and the, I saw the, he did
1: tell the he did tell the governors to he
0: encouraged them all, yeah, do that too to do the same thing i th- I think it's very good now this this is something that um has been inevitable it, so it's like, I'm, I'm very happy about it, but somebody, some president was going to do it like very, it, some t- either now or very soon from now. And the reason is since the federal government essentially made the decision that they're not going to send agents in to States with legal pot and like raid them all and shut it down, they're going to let it go. They're going to let it happen. Um, but there's now tens hundreds of millions of dollars of commerce going on in these states that is almost unbankable because major banks won't violate the federal law. Um, for good reason they could get shut down and shit. Right. So they won't, they won't handle the money. You can't, um, you know, you can't do a a credit card transaction at a, at a weed place. If you use your debit card, what you're actually doing is you're doing an ATM withdrawal. Yeah. Um, through their cash register. And, um, so it's, it's actually just cash and that, that goes around and, you know, the States aren't happy with this. The, the, um, no, no one's happy with this. This is, it is untenable. And as more and more States legalize, you have this patchwork now in this, you know, um, totally like gray economy of money. Um, that, that can't be legally deposited, but was legally obtained at least in that state, you know, and this is the first step to, to changing that. You're right. It doesn't change it over. It doesn't change it immediately, but I do think he got the ball rolling and that no one will stop it anymore. So, and he did it and he did it in New Jersey. I think that's, I think that says something about what he ha- he probably got to New Jersey and was like, "You know what? I am in such a good goddamn mood down here that I'm going to legalize drugs."
2: Yeah, you know. He probably took a look around and I saw one of our many dispensaries and uh I like what they're doing down here, you know. Yep. Yep. I don't um, get to partake, so I you know, I'm not speaking from experience if uh if any of my uh my uh, Employer overlords are watching this somehow. <laughs> yes,
0: but that's because you work in an industry that is also governed by federal laws, uh, which great. are which are hopefully changing.
2: Yes, hopefully or changing. it'll just get rescheduled to to, uh, to schedule two and put on the same footing as uh, cocaine instead of heroin.
0: I don't. I don't think they're going to do that. I just I, don't. You know me. I'm pessimistic, cynical. Just going to knock it down. I think they're just going to knock it down. It's.
2: It's. I don't know. It's. I mean. It's almost. Hey, if you're saying news. it. I believe it. You know. Yeah. I.
0: I really am. <laughs> but you're always
2: it. the guy. who's like, hey, you know. Actually, here's how things really are. This is how yeah. they're really going to be. Yeah. So, right.
0: If I'm saying yeah. <laughs> that it's actually that it's good news and, and it's it, it really are, is good are, news. you're <laughs> good news. You know. Really, you are the. You
2: know. <laughs> like i can count on rain. you to, to like rightfully rain on a parade so the mm-hmm. fact that you're not <laughs> is <laughs> you're like yeah, no no there's not gonna be any rain
0: i think joe biden did a good thing yeah um it, i think and i think it's gonna lead to i think it's gonna lead to more good things Hey, you know it's like people um i don't know people sometimes accuse me of having like a certain I don't know whether it's they think I have some kind of like partisan bias or something like that, but it's like, no, I mean, I, I'll call out something good no matter who does it. It makes them mad when I say Donald Trump did something good, which a couple times he did. Yeah. Um, and uh, that pisses people off, of course. But here I am, guys. Here I am, Peterborough residents. I'm praising, I'm praising your boy. He did a good thing today.
1: This is proof you didn't unregister as a Democrat the other day. I know. Now I'm
0: trapped. <laughs> It's <laughs> gotten to me. It's all fucking Jonah's fault. He's <laughs> <You're> stuck now. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, Jonah, you're a sheepdog. You know what that means. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of great news going on. And um, I, I want to give you an opportunity, John, to talk about, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, pop culture and current events and things like that since you just don't get the opportunity in, in any kind of um, recorded way I right. guess, anymore. it's just um, it's just like what Mina maybe a couple other relatives um, the kids like hearing your hearing
2: your yeah Mina yeah Mina is definitely know? subjected it.
0: Oh, <laughs> right, absolutely guys, you know, I mean everybody should know. I I should have said this at the beginning, but um if you've ever seen the page Socialist Soprano memes on Facebook or Twitter, uh this this is the brains behind the Smiling Tony. Yeah. Um uh, so you do get you do get some commentary out there. I mean, he was this was this page was mentioned in the New York Times, you know. You're yeah. like you're you're about to earn like a blue check like at this point.
2: Oh, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if not it, actually, it's no longer an if. And cheers to this because if if any of you remember many episodes ago when when this got scuttled, I was kind of bummed. But Elon Musk is buying Twitter. They made him do it, which I love because that's what i wanted to begin with he will give you a blue check or he'll sell you one um or i don't know he's going to change the whole blue check system uh there's there's changes coming i might actually go on there um I, I i don't know i'm i'm very excited about this maybe he can
2: make it so that i can make some money on there that'd yeah, be nice
0: I, dude i i'm serious like i think he cuz that's the thing is i i think he wants to he wants to use it as an organ for social i don't want to say social change but social discourse um for for his social vision right but i do think he wants to make a little money off of it right so i think some things are going to change i think i think there's going to be a little bit of a pay to play like i think you know you might you might see like the 1 to 3 bucks a month for certain features for users mm-hmm. um i think if the features are good enough people will pay it because people will pay 1 to 3 bucks a month
2: for anything yeah um you know uh I want I want my taste. Yeah, you deserve a taste. taste. I have you a following. A taste.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you have to put up with the crazies on there, you know, and you deserve to be compensated for, as our former comrades would incorrectly say, your emotional labor. Oh
2: <laughs> there's a lot of labor and it's very emotional.
0: Exactly. But that's the thing people it's, it's probably unusual for people to hear this, but the three of us, all three of us, we never would have known each other if it wasn't for this bizarre little socialist party that we all belonged to.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and
2: that I still technically belong I to. Say,
1: you still remember
2: <laughs> <laughs> that I maintained membership so I can yeah. win arguments with people mm. <laughs> who accuse me of being a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, guys, if you want, if you want, to says otherwise.
0: Like, yeah, if you want your reputation slandered and to be called a fascist and any other number of terrible things, join a small socialist party.
1: <laughs> right. Um, I was just going to say how many of the people. I'm pretty sure even if you join
2: a larger one, it's, it's the same shit.
0: <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Um,
2: but none of them many, are particularly. How many of that.
1: the people calling you a fascist are also in the socialist party?
2: hundred oh, percent. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I commented on, of them. On, they, on. They all are.
0: That's what I mean is if you want to join and all your friends are going to beat up on you, they'll call you a pedophile. Um, what else would they say? You know what I mean? Like they'll, they'll just say they'll, they'll drag your name through the mud with all kinds of libel and slander. And, um, because they're miserable, broken people.
2: Yeah. What was it? I I commented on someone's uh, Facebook post recently about how like like leftists denigrating other leftists, and I was like, I was like, okay, I I I kind of hear what you're saying, but also like, some of us do this because of our experiences, and and like all, a lot of what we've dealt with are just totally crazy people and, and leftists totally living up to that stereotype of them being like raving lunatics and having to be subjected to it when you just sort saw of like, Oh, I'm going to get involved in politics and you know, my kind of politics that I'm really passionate about. And then you have them, you have them kind of like, just, just take that away from you. You know? Make you realize none of it's real, none of it's ever going to go anywhere, but because of a lot of things, but also because of them,
1: yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly. Because of the people,
2: you know, (laughs) it's not going to go anywhere because
0: you are not Vladimir Lenin
2: just because you try to wear that same hat as him.
0: Oh my god, that's (laughs) seriously, that's like by the end of the whole thing, that's what it was. Is I was like, you know what, I would pick capitalism over these people being in charge yeah a hundred percent like any day of the week you know what i mean and if it comes down to making that choice i will pick capitalism you know like i I, like my god uh, it's that bad you know
1: (laughs) but retirement is sweet and nobody calls you a fascist so just consider it
2: me and
0: Madison got
1: called Red Brown oh, a lot. Oh, Yeah.
0: Oh, retiring from socialism. From yeah.
1: socialism. Yeah, yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I was like, I don't know, people. I mean, those socialists will definitely call retired people fascists. They don't yeah. care what job you have. <laughs> Red Brown. We got
2: the <laughs> no, whole. <laughs> like,
1: no, has no. called me names since no. leaving. So. From like
2: neocon. To. I've heard that. No,
0: Stephen Graves tried to ask me again if I was in the Free State Project the other day. Um, but that's the closest that ever happens. Is that still a in that thing? Regard. Oh yeah, they're still around. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. There's a lot of them. They're they're around. They do crazy stuff. Like still last not a year, no, no, but but last year they did manage to like get enough. They basically like took down a public school system in a town. Like they won a town. Like they, like they they basically got enough votes of the people in the town to veto the school budget. And, or no, I think that they, it was in their town meeting. They didn't just veto the school budget. They amended it to like cut it in half, which is like, you know, too low for it to even run. Right. And that's what the town approved. And by law, that was, that was, that was it. That's the, that's the way it is. And so that's now like a big, you know, cautionary tale that people are saying all around the state is that they're coming to your town to do this next. But what, but the reason that I, in fact, actually, I should just continue the thought. The reason that people are like, are you in the free state project is because I respond to these things by saying. and (laughs) And I now I am starting to feel like a broken record on this a little bit because I, I asked it in the Peterborough Parlay to one of our candidates who did not answer the question. Um, I've brought it up a couple times on the show. Um, I'm gonna I am gonna keep talking about this though because I want people to answer this question, which is why are so many people so dissatisfied with the public school system. That they're basically willing to try anything else, including tanking the budget, sending their kids to like discipline school, um, homeschooling in greater and greater numbers, sending their kids to other religious schools. You know what I mean? I want, I, I, I want the, I mean, I, it's not just the Democrats, but it's the, I want the Democrats to be able to tell me and tell everyone why the public school is a net good. And, and why people should support it without just saying we need it. We must have it. We can't go back to, we can't be a third world country. Like, like don't like get those aren't real arguments. Right. And you know, for the record, before anybody says anything, all my kids are in public schools. You know, I don't have a problem with PES. I, I do have a problem with that high school, but, um, and I have a problem with certain ways the district is structured. Um, but, I think that they I think that my son is having a nice experience there um, it's fine. I went to public school all the way through, and I think that I actually got a good education, even if I didn't really like it um, but I was well educated and it's fine okay not I'm not the one who wants to eliminate the public schools, but I want the people who freak out about these things to be able to articulate their argument about. Why? Because it seems to be in question, and they need to understand that. If they, it just makes me mad for them, because like, yes, I am retired. I don't really do politics anymore, other than in a commentator's chair. But um, I, I don't know. Like, I want I want strong public discourse. So I want them to be able to like defend the argument and and understand the phenomenon of people distrusting the public schools and wanting an alternative. Why do alternatives seem to be on the rise? Um, And because it's, and it's not just like better schools for better colleges. Like it's not that dynamic. It's very much not. It's I want my kid not in public school. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Why do so many people feel that way? Um, And until they can answer that, I don't think that they can really fully win the battle, you know? I don't they, don't they don't even really understand what they're up against. They think they're up against, and this is what Steven said to me, manipulators. It's just, it's just the propaganda. I mean, and you're familiar with this line, John. You know what I mean? And it's just the the people, no one actually feels this way on their own, of their own thinking, you know, because these people clearly don't have independent thought, right? They're just being manipulated by the evil right-wing libertarians in their bad agenda. And that's the end of the story. And I think that that's insulting and dismissive and wrong. You know, I don't think it's true. I don't think it's accurate. And it's, it's, it's something that they refuse to acknowledge, basically. And I think the problem will only get worse. But yeah, free staters are everywhere. They have a big festival every year. You know, actually, I've sent you links because um, the group in Keene, now the group in Keene is its own. East, and I, a lot of the other free staters in the state don't like the Keenan. it's almost like a cult of personality around this dude named Ian Freeman but those were the guys and um, you remember Aria Demetso? Um, those are the That's guys funny. who got arrested for the Bitcoin the, Fed, the, the feds raided them and they they had like Bitcoin in their shops and they're all facing money laundering charges
1: um, is Ian Freeman his real name? no I I thought it was for the longest time. And
0: I was like, man, that is so cool. It's like (laughs) destiny, you know? Um, But no, it's
1: it's, perfect. Somebody told me, I mean,
0: it is his legal name. He he did change his name to Ian Freeman, but it's not, he he wasn't born born with that name. Don't count. Ian is real. (laughs) Freeman is real. (laughs) Something else. Um, He's an interesting guy. I don't know. You know, I mean, he's, um, he leads a colorful life, which I, Tend to respect, even if you know, he might be a little strange. Um, I, I don't know. Um, pr- props to them for having for trying with the Bitcoin machines, you know. Um, I mean, come on. Well, like, I don't think that like they were wrong in what they were thinking and what they were doing because I think that like the reason that they shut that down is not because of money laundering but it's because the central banks need to kill crypto um and they were always going to kill crypto (laughs) and they can't control it for one but for two they want a e-currency of their own and they want to monopolize that technology like they do with everything else and they were definitely going to go after um the people with the machines but I mean that they stood up for what they believed in, you know, um, which is frankly a lot more than we can say of most of the socialists we've known. And I still don't understand it. it, though. Well, basically, what? Um, let me see if I can explain it. Like the with Bitcoin. I want to say if the whole transaction takes place between the end user and an online wallet, like a third-party wallet, like somewhere up in space, right? I don't think that that is money laundering, okay? Because it's this like straight line, right? But when you put an entity like the store that had the machine in the middle there, something that they were doing... I'm explaining the law poorly, but this is like the diagram of how it would go. If the line goes straight from you to the wallet, it's fine, right? If you put a store owned by libertarians in the middle and they are facilitating the transaction between you and the wallet, then it's a form of money laundering. Mm.
2: Thought money laundering was like you sell drugs for cash and then you funnel them through like a, okay. So I get it. The store is of, like the really lead, the doubt. store like, is like the, the, the business that, but I, basically
0: I'm, like the business would allow you to, to, to turn dirty cash clean in the sense that like you could make the cash appear to be coming from just like Bitcoin or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's my Bitcoin. it's, it's like going to the casino Right? You know what I mean, and, and like saying you got all your illicit money from the casino it's it's untraceable. like you're you, you know what I mean?: Yeah I forget like how that. exactly I forget how exactly you structure it in order to do it this way, but like there is basically a way that you you're walking out of that store with cash, that there's like no verifiable way to determine where it came from.
1: It also, it says, I, I didn't know this before that they had like bank accounts, um, as different churches that they were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because he,
0: that's one thing. And I like it that he does this too. He, he incorporates a church to like avoid taxes and laws and stuff, which I mean, fair, fair game.
1: But he was person. telling his customers to falsely report that they were donating to the churches when they were <laughs> buying the Bitcoin. So that seems maybe like a crime.
2: I, I just I don't understand any of it. I don't even get what a Bitcoin <laughs> is or like or like how you the, the Bitcoin mining, how you can plug in a thing. That, I don't and understand
1: then eventually that. Eventually
2: you end up with a Bitcoin like none, just none of it makes any sense to me. I mean, Which guys, like, I'll never be a crypto millionaire, I guess. Yeah. like,
0: Sure. But I think that the there will never be any more crypto millionaires than there already are right yeah. now. Like all of the crypto millionaires that will exist do exist because that shit is going to be suppressed. And um, but when you say it all out loud like that, John, right. I mean, <laughs> like, did any of you ever think that this was going to end well? Like, just like hearing those words like the, the, you know what I mean? Like you, you My generate man. electricity and then it turns out this thing and it's like a computer code and it record, it's a register of every transaction. And then it like grows through speculative investment. And you know what I mean? Like, why would that work out?
2: It just, it all sounds like, like the rantings and like the wild idea of the crazy guy in front of like the chalkboard with all the scribbles on it. Like, like (laughs) I I just, and it's a thing that's like, that's consumed a lot of people. And then, and then I guess from there, you got like the whole NFT thing, which is even more mind blowing to me.
0: People really believed in that too. That was another one where I'm like. Guys, these pictures that you buy on the internet are definitely not going to be worth money in like a few minutes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like
2: yeah, there's I, already I, been those stories it. where it's like,
0: yeah, I, oh, it's crazy. It's
2: this hundred thousand dollar NFT is now worth two hundred dollars, and I'm like, why is it worth two hundred dollars?
1: Why is it? Why has it ever been worth any money?
2: <laughs> it's like a monkey with a banana. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I make pictures with things on it. Like, like give me the money. Yeah. Mine are funny at least.
0: Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still just trying to read cause I do want to be able to straightforwardly explain their crimes. Like some of this has to do with the fact that because the business was, so this is more or less what I was saying in terms of the business being in the middle, because they were like processing the transactions They um that's not itself money laundering, but that is a violation of the law because they're not licensed to like process financial transactions like Ah.
2: that.
0: Like this article saying like Coinbase like follows the law and does this. And that's why they can process like a hundred billion dollars of transactions, right? Or probably not anymore, but um they they were doing that. I mean, and, and the thing is with this place, dude, is that like supposedly. According to the government, which i don 't trust everything the government says either for the record, any libertarians who are listening, I hear you I hear you I am not, um, i'm not i 'm not unsympathetic actually i don't I, I might be laughing and making jokes i don 't think that these people should actually be locked up for this to be honest um, it, yeah I
2: it, mean, who did they really is, commit a crime against
0: the government? you know it is oh. all about just the government's huh. monopoly them. on you know, finance. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? It's a victimless crime as far as I'm concerned here, you know, but um, yeah, but basically like millions of dollars were funneling through this place, you know, per year. So definitely like, you know, some stuff was going on. It's not stuff that I really oppose personally. Um, So, you know, I I don't know. I, I am sympathetic to the to the people being charged in this case, to be honest, um, even though Bitcoin was always going to turn into this. Um, and even though this was always going to happen, I don't think that they should really be charged with this. And it, it, it is an, ex- it, it does, it pr- I hate to say it because I'm, I, I am not a libertarian, I swear to God, but it does prove their point in a lot of ways because like what literally happened here was heavy handed authoritative government action for the purpose of like enforcing basically just strictly enforcing government authority. Um, and that's what they oppose, you know, and, and they, you know, and a lot of times what people will say to libertarians is that like, well, you're, you're painting an unrealistic picture of reality, you know, like the government is not tyrannical in all of these things. And well, sometimes things happen and, other people have proven right. But Elon's going to buy Twitter. He's going to get back together with Grimes. Donald Trump's going to come back on the platform. And we're going to be entertained again.
2: I can't wait.
0: It's going to be the I roaring 20th.
2: Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll go on to Truth Social just to see. Just
0: to hear, yeah, just to hear him. It's so boring. It's, it's so boring. Without him commenting on it. I want to know what he says. You know? You know.
2: I basically living off of memories now, you know. <laughs> Just playing yeah. the the clip of him, uh, of him remarking on uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death over and over. That's which is the greatest thing of all time. It's the greatest clip of all time. Both with Are what he says, the fact that like mm-hmm. like what's playing, what Elton John songs play, like Tiny Dancer, I think is playing in the background while. <laughs> They're telling him, uh, hey, RBG died. I didn't know that. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Terrific woman. You know, whether you liked her or not, she, you know. She
0: just died? I didn't know that. She led an amazing life. What else can you say? Whether you agree or not. She led an amazing life. Which, fair statement. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It was a, it was a, it was very classy of him to say anyway.
0: You know, I mean, it kind of was, I thought so.
2: Someone not known for his class, like.
0: Yeah. Just off the cuff too. You know what I mean? Like he's, oh, she led an amazing life. That's Uh, what I meant though. Someone who
2: could just like waste things a little bit and be entertaining.
0: Uh, I know. I know. Joe Biden, they got to shoot him up with like intravenous Adderall and like push him in front of the thing and hope he doesn't look for a phantom door or call out a dead congresswoman you know like I mean this dude thank you for legalizing marijuana Joe Biden but I don't know how many marbles that you have all the time um, it's, yeah he yeah. definitely
2: shouldn't I mean, smoke it like <laughs> that won't oh, yeah. do him any favors
0: <laughs> no it definitely won't it, def- it definitely won't I mean, say, say what you will, but I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care if you hate the man like Donald Trump at his age is definitely sharper than Joe Biden is. Oh yeah. And they're what, like a year or two apart or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, like just mental acuity, even physical, like the guy is, uh, just a little bit more, got a little bit more vitality than yeah. our current president. Um, But we should, you know, and guys, I don't care how disgusted you are that like, I miss hearing from Donald Trump, you know, makes me an apostate or whatever. Uh, It doesn't matter what I think. Objectively, this isn't my opinion. Objectively, you shouldn't take the president of the United States out of media. Um, Like that's not in the public good. Don't, don't, don't start with me on it's a private company and freedom of speech only applies to the first, you know, first amendment only applies to the government. Like you don't know who you're talking to if you say that to me. Okay. So please don't, um, really, um, it's not in the public interest to, to forcibly shut down a former president. Like it just isn't, you know, it's the same thing as, you know, dismissing the, the growing number of people, at least in this area who are dissatisfied with public schools. Um, and, well, and actually, you know what? I don't know how it is now, but I know for a fact that this is not a dynamic that's foreign to New Jersey. It just takes on different forms because my um, college girlfriend, my college sweetheart was uh, a New Jersey native, part of, part of where my original love from the state for the state comes from. And although in the present, she's actually baffled by the fact that I say that I love New Jersey. She's like, I had no idea that you had this fondness for New Jersey. Like she's <laughs> totally... Totally confused by this, but, um, (laughs) it's, it's kind of funny, but like her and like all of her friends that I met down in New Jersey, they all went to Catholic school and it wasn't because it was because their parents were like that religious or anything like that. They all, like they said it, it was like, nah, I was just, they, they didn't want to send me to the public school in the town. Um, they didn't think it was good, you know? So this is not just a localized phenomenon and it's not just a contemporary one. It goes back but you can't, if you can't understand what's going on, if you don't want to know why those people think that, or if you just think that they're duped and in a similar way, you can't, um, even if you're appalled by it and it makes you cry that people elected Donald Trump and like that people think like him and Kanye West and all the other bad guys out there in the world today. But you you just can't understand what's going on in the world, in the country. If you just want them to shut up, if you just think that shutting him up, um, makes it go away, you know? Well, now no one can listen to him and be fooled, you know, as if, as if all of this was just single handedly caused by one man. It's one thing the socialists get right. You know, it's not about it's never about one man. It's all about the conditions. The material conditions. Understand those and you will understand the world. Karl Marx, that ladies and gentlemen. Seems like your good advice <laughs> for the week for everyone. We didn't get to talk about Ime Udoka and the Try Guys and all the sex scandals, which is unfortunate. We'll save that for another time. But that's gonna do it for this week. Um, we just want to first say thank you to our sound Lord and producer, Chad Patterson, who is, um, phenomenal human being and makes these episodes sound crisp and clean and he can do it for you. He can set up your sound system. He can do recordings for you, mixings for you, anything that you can think of through his sound studio, studio 117.net. And also he's got the dad rock band, um, hot dad, hot dad, rock from Chad Patterson at down by 10. They came to the Monadnock region just last weekend. It's a rocking show. Um, I didn't make it because I'm a terrible friend and I, a bunch of things went wrong and I'm very sorry, Chad And I I have apologized profusely to him and he, has probably forgiven me because he is a gracious person. He says he's forgiven me, but I still feel very bad about it. But anyways, we should make it up to Chad by everybody going and uh, seeing the next down by 10 gig, um, as soon as you can. But, um, uh, thank you, John, for joining us. Um, we will probably have to drag you on, you know, a couple times down the line because we're, we're not going to have a third host. And, um, you know, you deserve every few months anyways to like, be seen and heard. Um, I think I do. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and and we're, we're here for that. Um, And again, even though, you know, we we know we can't do the visits this year, but they're coming, they're coming. And this is going to be an annual thing. And, um, you know, maybe we'll even do a show from down there. We'll do a live show when John's up here, you know, we'll do, we'll do some stuff. Um, But John, John's a friend of this program and um, friend of the pod friend of the pod friend yeah. of the pod friend of the company and um we are we are happy to have you thank you to all the listeners out there and again as i as i mentioned earlier understand the conditions you'll understand the world and maybe even once in a while Now the socialists never pull this off maybe you can you can understand what comes next but until that understanding comes upon you